When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Uh, Geelong going with a real chance. Their chance looked on various occasions yesterday at Arden Street in a game they weren't even competing in a variously better uh, at times, every single time North Melbourne hit the front, it was one of those games of footy. In the end, they qualify for their first finals campaign ever. They come off a one-win season uh, in the previous AFLW season. Not only that, the footy they're playing right now makes them a very dangerous football team to contend with. Daniel Lowther is the coach, and he's been good enough to join us. Mate, thanks for your time. Thanks, Amy, lads. Give us your uh, the range of emotions that uh, you're experiencing yesterday. I don't know whether you popped down to Arden Street to watch the game. I'm sure you would have been watching it from somewhere. What what were you going through? I was actually at home watching the game. I thought I'd kill a couple of hours beforehand out in the yard, just trying to um, you know get myself set to watch the um, the, the the big one. But um, oh, it was fine. I was just hoping for a, obviously um, a North Melbourne win under a couple of goals would have been nice for us to to potentially slip into that top four position and give us another chance. But um, it was a hardly poor game. Um, a really tight contest from start to finish. And, and Richard, obviously, was a, bit, a little bit too strong in the end. But, um, yeah, it was. Uh, it didn't ride too many emotions. It would have been nice for the Kangas to get up. But we'll take, uh, we'll take fifth spot coming from where we've come the last couple of years. Love it, Dan. And uh, oh, congratulations what you've been able to do this season. Always when you're inheriting a team that's only won one game, uh, to now be in the finals is a fantastic achievement. What uh, what do you put down to the turnaround? Is there something specific? I know there's, you're going to say there's a whole bunch of things, but what's the main reason, do you think, for the turnaround? Oh, mate, we just started, when, I, when I came in, uh, into the, into the uh, program 18 months ago, there was just a few areas that we thought from a, a list perspective that needed to be changed and amended. And I reckon we've worked pretty hard over the last um, you know, six to eight months to making a few changes on our list to try and uh, improve the the strength of the overall team and play a game style and method that fits the, the strength sets of the group, which I think is really important. And it certainly has added, um, you know, uh, more power in the way we play the game. It's given us more flexibility around how we want to try and play football in different areas. Um, you know, last year, season six, we played a predominantly uh, contested game, long down the line, another contest, a bit, a bit too much of a rugby style, which um, mm. isn't sustainable over, over a period of time. But, you know, new additions from, from other clubs, Shelley Scott, Michaela Bowen, Jackie Parry, just to name a few, um, have given us a bit more depth in the way we can play the game. And now we're playing with a midfield group that have been around the team for four or five years. So now they've connected and gelled really well. And, um, yeah, we're getting that inside-to-outside game and a bit more flow, which is really positive to watch. So you made, a, obviously, a, you know, a positional change. You've sent one player predominantly from defence into attack in, in, in and around all of those things that... You've just spoken about Dan, and you've got Chloe Shear, who is, you know, is a, such a valuable commodity in AFLW footy, a player who just knows how to kick a goal when she gets her chance. Did you know that you had this radical profile change in that group in terms of the, what they were producing on the scoreboard in the first half of the season compared to what you produced in the second half of the year? 
Yeah, I think we did, Andy. I think, um, like, we spent season six trying to put in place the, a platform for us to make these these uh, changes in our game methods. So we spent a lot of time last season on our fundamental uh, work, you know, kick, mark. It sounds silly to say that, um, but it's our efficiency with the ball wasn't good enough to play an outside running game that gets the ball inside 50 for our, our better players to potentially take... Um, yeah, make the most of those opportunities. So that was a good grounding uh, year, season six. But now that we've got um, our standards are better, our efficiency is better, um, we've got players in key areas that can, can really dominate uh, in that space now. We're just getting the ball to those players enough um, that we didn't have last season. So a lot of talk around Shelley Scott going forward, um, you know, has changed our team. But I think it's just the fact that uh, every player in our team knows our system really well and, and, and the role that they play within that. Um, is is more than just the one person. So Shelley certainly given us a, a huge kick, um, you know, option up forward. Shiri the same, but if we can't get the footy in our front half, which was a problem between rounds one and five, uh, we just weren't getting the ball inside fifty enough. But um, our, certainly our, our girls' efficiency and system understanding has now um, increased that. And I think I think we've gone from twenty two points for the first four rounds to to fifty six points for the last yeah. five rounds. So it's a significant shift. Well, it is, and you're the only second team ever, I believe, to get uh, over 100 with the performance uh, 102 you had, which is fantastic. But uh, the other thing is, and, and Andy, he's the expert when it comes to uh, all the it, uh, expert, I'm, I'm, uh, all the <laughs> AFLW type action. No, no. But uh, I, I constantly hear him talking about Georgie Prasparkas, and apparently uh, she's copped a bit of an ankle injury as well. Have you got an update on her? Is she going to be okay? I think she'll be fine, mate. Uh, she. Um, she was dominating on the weekend. She's just gone from strength to strength, and she um, she got a really nice centre bounce clearance, and she took a bounce. I thought this could be goal of the year here, and um, <laughs> unfortunately, when she kicked it, she got tackled and and rolled her ankle as she landed. But um, the moon boot was just for a precaution. She's a bit sore. You would have done a fair yes. a fair few of these ankles, um, yep. guys, in your time, mate. Where you just snap the ankle around, and so she's got a few ligaments that are sore, and she's a bit bruised up. But um, we're we're very hopeful she'll be fine for the weekend. So she forms part of a powerful and dynamic midfield. It's just great to see Nina Morrison back, Dan, and playing footy free, free of fear, free of concern that she's going to break down again. Uh, she must be incredibly strong in the mind to be able to put behind her what she's gone through and continue to play the footy that she plays. Yeah, she's a beast, Andy. Like she, she's just a student of the game, mate, and she loves her footy so much. Uh, you know, obviously, she um, number one draft pick, and with a lot of hopes for the club to to perform and do really well and big things early. And she did. Her first game, I think she had 20 possessions against Collingwood um, as a standout player. And then to go down with two knees in the last uh, three years, um, to have that mental fortitude and resilience to to continue on and still want to be a part of a great club. And I think that's what she's seen. The, the club culture, the, the club itself, um, has supported her beautifully. And she knows that. And she's, she's a big part of how the club operates. And for her to play 25 games and, and to do well, mate, not just to be a, a, <laughs> yeah. a player on the ground who's just a... She's a, she's a contributor, and she's a big reason why we've um, we've improved so much in the last um, last season. Mate, you've got a couple of fantastic leaders who share the same surname as well, Amy and Meg McDonald. And you've got a fan, you've got a beautifully balanced team at the moment. It looks like a team that's enjoying its footy together. You get the chance to play finals together for the first time Saturday night down there at Kidinia Park against North Melbourne. Let's hope we get a huge crowd down there to support the team. They've been magnificent representatives of the footy club this season. Dan, good luck. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks, guys. Anytime. Appreciate All the best. it. Dan Thanks, Lander, Dan. Coach of the Geelong AFLW program, 7-10. Geelong host North in the elimination final 
down there at the Cattery if you're a Geelong supporter in North Melbourne. Get down the highway and have a look at what promises to be a very competitive yes, game. Yes, cracking game.